it's been a hot minute. <laughs> so this is Mac. This is my roommate. As Hi. you've probably heard, I moved out. So this is my lovely roommate. And she's going to join me for a long-awaited podcast. It's been... How long has it been since I've done a podcast? It's been over two months since I've done a podcast. So I'm not dead. I'm it's here. No, I'm I'm still here. I'm just really busy. So I found some time. Found a guest. Hi. So it wasn't really hard to find. It guest. wasn't hard. She lives here. <laughs> she lives here. Um, and what is your cat doing? <laughs> Come here. And her cat is um, fighting with my chair. She's a menace. She's fighting with my. She's okay. She's trying to go on my desk. All right. Well, that's okay. Problem child. <laughs> okay. Anyway, as she just sits there because she's the queen of the world. Apparently. Mm -hmm. um, oh my goodness. She's the queen of my <laughs> Can we just... Where is she? Oh. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Alright, so now that we've sort of... Have not dealt with the situation. Have not dealt with the situation. Whatsoever. She's gonna... What do you... Don't do anything to my laptop, girl. Okay. <laughs> anyway, big distraction here. So, if the cat walks across the screen, I mean, it might happen. It's gonna happen. It, it's probably going to happen. I'm gonna move this over here. <laughs> As she just walks across. She does not want to stay still. <laughs> like, no. What if you were just nice? She's like, I'm new mean today. She was mean yesterday, too. Oh, my God. Anyway... <laughs> So a little bit of a different podcast. We actually haven't touched on this topic yet. Um, so we're going to talk about the topic of sexual assault. There is not going to be any details or names or anything for that matter. So um, I don't think we need a trigger warning. If there's a if there is a need for a trigger warning, this is it. I'm not going to be. I'm not going to go into horrible graphic details because I personally find that triggering, and I don't really want to do that to somebody else. So, yeah, so this is just kind of like, we're letting you know what this is about. There's not going to be any, you know, specific or names or um, details. The story focuses more on kind of overcoming that situation. Um, so it's more focused on that than the actual story itself. Um, you'll have a little bit of a short summary of the story, but it's mainly going to be overcoming um, that whole situation. So, yeah, I guess, Mac, take it away. So I am, I had the opportunity to model internationally. It was super cool. It was a really amazing experience. I met some incredible people. Um, I basically had the opportunity to go abroad in Asia for a pretty decent period of time um, and work and live with other models and get really immersed in the culture of China and Singapore. So it was amazing it was a really really cool experience so that's just like the groundwork about two three weeks after I um, came to China I was out with a bunch of my roommates and eventually I went home with one of them to go back to our apartment and he tried to rape me that was it it was terrible it was aggressive and it really, really sucked. And I was completely alone with that for quite a while after. 
and it was really hard to get through it by myself but I kind of did with the support of people back home and with the connections that I made there with people that I was living with and with yeah people that I was living with other models other people it was honestly like it was the most terrible thing that could have happened to me but then it was also an experience where I found people rallying around me and I found a community and I realized that like no matter where I was people that like English wasn't their first language there was communication barriers but as soon as they figured out like what happened to me and where I was going through I had people in my corner undoubtedly and despite the fact that it was a horrible experience I had the opportunity to learn how amazing people can be also how awful people can be but also how fantastic people can be if they're given the chance to be like that. And yeah. Yeah. So I guess the whole thing is like you see a silver, you saw a silver, silver lining, which is something that most people wouldn't be able to see. You took it as, okay, this really bad thing happened, but look at all this amazing stuff that happened that wouldn't have happened if that didn't happen, right? Like it's kind of yeah. just like connecting the dots. So it's not that like, oh, you're not thinking, oh, it's a good thing it happened, but you realized all these good things out of that thing happening. Exactly. Like, I really got the opportunity to learn about how great people can really be. Mm -hmm. But only if you give them the chance to be great. That's the thing. Because I could have just, I wanted to keep it to myself and tell no one. Um, that was actually my plan, to tell absolutely no one and pretend that it never happened. And then I just, like, broke. And then eventually everyone knew because it was partially a safety thing. And it just expanded from there. Yeah, and I think that's really important, too, because you hear, you know, um, anytime that happens to anyone, you, you hear about, why didn't you tell anyone? Why didn't you come forward? Why didn't you do this? Why didn't you do that? Or you hear of people that never say anything until it absolutely just kills them inside until it's just, it's so hard to get through at that point, like years and years later. So I think you know, as hard as it is to speak about it, when it happens, you should mention it. Obviously, you don't need to announce it to the whole world. But like, even just telling one person, I feel like is so liberating. And then especially when you have that kind of support, you had that response back that was so positive. Yeah. You're probably glad that you told somebody. And then it you don't have to keep it bottled up because the more you keep it inside, the worse it's gonna be. So then at least you got to say, okay, this happened. I'm not doing okay. And then you kind of let people show you their mm -hmm. response from there. And I think it it kind of speaks volumes, too, that, like, l their language wasn't your language. Mm -hmm. yeah. And you got that sort of feedback, and you felt so welcomed and loved and supported. And then you also had the support from people back home, yeah, right, who were very, very far away, but still in your corner. Yeah. Absolutely. So that's a really big thing. So support system is, you know, huge in every sense of the word. And the fact that you were away and you were so far, because that could have been a lot worse for you too, because you didn't have the people you're normally used to having there. They were not there. They were super far. So it's like, you know, what are you supposed to do? But you kind of took that into your own hands. Yeah. And I've been there for a matter of weeks too. These weren't people that I knew well. These were people, they honestly like, I have a couple friends who were European. I was living with nine Brazilians and two Europeans. The Europeans left and then this happened the same week. I'm pretty sure he was just taking advantage of the fact that I was like, it was me and nine Brazilians. But honestly, like I told 
I was, I felt isolated. These weren't people that I was close with. And when I told them, they were just there for me immediately. And it built connections that I still have to this day, which is wow. fantastic. I'm not saying that we built this connection on account of it. We probably would have built it anyways. Yeah. But they're good people. And I met good people and without even really knowing that they were good yet. Exactly. You're, you know, because nowadays I feel like, you know, we're constantly asking ourselves, are there good people left? You know, we see how people are acting in this pandemic and a lot of people are acting super irrational and they're just, their moods are just not great. And you know what? It's just, it's reasonable. It's reasonable, right? Like, we're all kind of in a mood. Um, There's a whole lot going on in the world right now. So obviously, we're not going to be happy all the time. There's a lot of stuff going on. But you you end up realizing, like, who actually matters and who's good and, you know, who's not. And that's, you know, what happened to you. You realize, like, who's good, who's not. Um, What would... Like, if you had to give advice to anyone going through this sort of situation, whether they're abroad or not, mm-hmm. wherever they are, what what would be your biggest piece of advice in order for that person to be able to start moving forward? Um, just the knowledge that you're not alone. And everyone says that. Everyone's like, you're not alone. It's and a cliche in a sense, right? But it it's true. It is such a cliche. Yeah. Because, but the thing is, in that moment when you're going through it, you feel incredibly isolated and alone. Because you experienced it, you feel like you're completely alone in that experience. Um, You're not, though. It's really sad. It's a really sad reality. But the more I talk about my experience with sexual assault, the more I learn the number of not just women, but people that have gone through similar things, which is tragic, but it's also statistically statistically proven that you are not alone, which sucks. But... It's just about opening up. It's about letting people in and it's about letting people help you because people are good. People want the best for each other, mostly. Mostly, yeah. And I mean, even if you haven't been through it, like if there's, if you have a solid support system too and you tell them, they're probably not going to react badly. If it's people who are always there for you and want the best for you, they're going to be there. Whether they understand the situation or not, I feel like if you tell those people they are going to be there, they should be there. I mean, at this point, they probably would have shown you if they weren't going to be there. Um, I've gotten that whole some, situation. I've gotten some shitty reactions. I've had people sure. say shitty things. Um, that, that happens. It shitty, doesn't happen all the time. But insensitive things, for sure. I it mean, can like, happen. It was a male model. Some people were like, but he's hot, though. And I was like, oh, my fucking God. That do- Yeah, that no. doesn't matter. No, it, he could not. look like Zac Efron, for all I yeah. care. He could. For all I care, he could look like Zac Efron, but yeah. that doesn't excuse any of it. It doesn't make it better. It doesn't make you feel better. Like, a goping mechanism is not, oh, but he looked great. That does not. That, that's, no. that never makes That's literally the last thing you're thinking of. Because no. you're just, to you, it's disgusting, no matter yeah. what he looks like. Right? So, that that's not an answer. Um, and, and if you're one of those people who was thinking about responding like that, please do not. It's so Please, stupid. like, take this advice and, like, do not mention the looks. Because it ultimately is not about it at all. That's, like, the last thing that's on, on anyone's mind. That doesn't even matter. I should have said it's stupid because people respond to things differently, but that's just an insensitive way to respond. That, yes. like, if that's something you were thinking... That's okay. People learn at different rates, but, like, also learn from this experience and know that it's insensitive. Exactly. Um, but, it, my, but my point is mm-hmm. that for every one shitty response I got, I would get 20 good ones, you know? Exactly. So it's not something you get very often, like, 
obviously there's people who don't understand um there's people who you know have never grasped that concept in their whole life so they're like how would this happen and like say something really insensitive but it's not even because they want to be rude they simply don't get it and they're not open-minded enough to want to get it I guess because it's something so shocking that they don't want to get it and I, I mean I get that but it's all a matter of just saying you know, I'm here if you need anything, or, like, just, here's a hug, like, 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 just, it doesn't have to be a full conversation about it, or anything like that, you could literally just extend out your arms and be like, I'm here, yeah, you can come here whenever you need to, you can talk to me, like, as the cat's, like, screaming, (laughs) but it's ultimately at that rate, like, you don't even need to talk about it, like, someone comes up to you, and they're like, do you need a hug? And I feel like that is just so good to hear. Yeah. That's something that you want. It doesn't have to be anything crazy. People buy you gifts. Like, it doesn't yeah. have to be, like, you know, it, that's not what the help is about. It's just kind of like, I'm here. Yes. And I'm like, right here. For me, it's like, it always felt relieving when people would be like, I'm so sorry you're going through this. And just validated whatever I was feeling. Whether it was anger or sadness or hurt or... Um, or even like an attempt to forgive, which I, which was a phase that I went through, a very intense one, especially because I continued to live with him for about a month after. So I was like, forgiveness, which hmm, wouldn't recommend it. <laughs> no, probably no. not a good situation. But I think the most important thing you just said was that you felt that your feelings were validated. And that is with anything, actually, in general, like, you know all your feelings are valid no matter what like if somebody thinks you're crazy then they think you're crazy but you're not that that's the old you know what you feel is important to you and you feel that way for a reason yeah. right if other people don't get it they don't get it but you feel that way for a reason when you're angry whatever you're angry about it doesn't matter you feel angry so that's valid why wouldn't that be valid it's valid to you it may not be valid to other people but it's valid to you Absolutely. and that's what's important it's like okay it's normal to feel this way I felt this. It is normal. Mm. And that's it. Just as simple as like, okay, you're going through it. I'm here. Yeah. And another major thing that I've noticed that like I also want to put into the universe, um, it's not always great to impose your own emotions on somebody else's story. Like one thing that I really didn't like, and I knew that it came out of the good of people's hearts, but whenever I talk about my experience, um, sometimes people would delve into like, I'm going to cut his dick off. And it's like, that's not what I need right now. I don't want to hear graphic stories of how you're going to assault somebody. I don't want to hear about how tragic it makes you feel inside. I want to talk about me. I want to talk about my feelings. It, it didn't happen to you. It happened to me. I don't want to hear about how angry or sad you are about something I told you because then I feel responsible for your emotions. Um, exactly. It's not about anyone else but you in that moment. And saying you're gonna do this time isn't really ultimately gonna help you. Like, what yeah. is that? Like, I'm sorry. What is that gonna do? It's just kind of like I'm sorry that this happened. And if you need anything, mm-hmm. I'm here. And like, it's just as simple as that. And I think people have a hard time kind of grasping that yeah. concept. Um, and people do react differently. Some people could be shocked and take a while to respond. Right? It's just kind of like we kind of have to validate everyone's feelings whether they're shocked and can't say anything or they're there you know what I mean it's just like you just gotta I guess try to put your best foot forward to be there for the other person and if you're going through this situation 
you have to try as hard as it is to tell somebody because ultimately if you don't that's what leads to all these really severe problems that can be avoided mm. um ultimately if you deal if you try to deal with it right away and like if you don't feel comfortable telling people that you know you know what therapists are awesome they are so you can tell a therapist um mm-hmm. because they won't judge you they won't have a negative response you know if you if you're afraid of what the i guess backlash is going to be to you telling somebody the therapist is not allowed to say anything legally. she they can't legally they can't they yeah. can't say oh you know they they can't Say they're going to go track them down or, you know, all this sort of stuff. They, they can't make fun of you for it. Like, and they're, they're trained, they're to, trained deal to deal. And not say stupid shit. Exactly. If you need a non-biased person, if you really need to tell somebody, but you're afraid of what people might say, seriously, a therapist is your best friend. Because you can tell them anything and they will be there to listen to you. Mm-hmm and hear you out, and they're going to make you feel validated. They're going to make you just feel so much better. Yeah. And therapy isn't accessible for everyone. It's expensive, and it's... It's expensive, but there are um, places that offer a sliding scale. True. So those places are not talked about. I have actually mentioned those places in a couple of my podcasts. If you refer to some older links, always check the descriptions of the podcasts and YouTube videos. Because I do have them on there. I think there's probably about three or four places in Winnipeg um, that offer a sliding scale. And you can get therapy for as little as like $13. Um, They work with your financial situation. So I definitely recommend seeking those services. And if you have insurance, like with work, a lot of people don't know that your insurance will actually cover um, a therapist. A lot of people didn't know that. I didn't know that for the longest time. That insurance or some insurance companies... Some insurance plans actually cover therapy, and some do. So definitely if you have insurance, you should check because you might actually have um, insurance for therapy, which I think is amazing. And free feels good. Free feels, yeah, free feels good. I mean, you're paying into your insurance, so I don't know how free that is, but (laughs) unless you're still under your parents' insurance, then your parents pay for it. Yeah, it's free because your parents are paying for it, so. Yes. So why not? Um, Yeah. I guess any final thoughts, words of wisdom? I did have a final thought. I can't remember it anymore, though. (laughs) Um, We're doing just great. It's me. It's going to be rough. Um, (laughs) We love it. We love it. Oh, yeah. Um, It sucks to be alone. Confide in people. Um, At least try. It takes a lot of courage. And there's no right way to handle a situation when something bad happens to you. There's no wrong way to react other than murder, which is, like, even then, it's like, is it wrong? Really? <laughs> Are we really talking about if murder is wrong or not? <laughs> Holy, this took a turn. Anyways. As so, was, we're not murdering anyone. Joking. Please don't I kill anyone. So. I hope so. I live with fault. you. I attempted forgiveness. I'm a nice person. I'm not killing anybody. Anyways, as I was saying. <laughs> oh, my God. Um... There's no right or wrong way to handle a situation. I mean, like, there's some wrong ways, but most of them are pretty extreme. Um, so there's nothing you feel ashamed of. If telling people is hard, that is completely valid and reasonable. But that doesn't mean that you shouldn't do it. So that's my final wisdom. Final thought. All right. I guess that's final words. Thank you for tuning in. I'm sorry I've been MIA. 
I have to try not to be, but I'm so busy. It hurts my soul. Um, all right. I'll be back eventually. <laughs> Bye. Bye.